Sedan and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Happy Friday to everybody. Mike Trudell joins us now here on the Morongo Celebrity Hotline. Morongo, play it safe. Good times. So I was I teased in the last segment, and I'll ask all of you guys this question now. Um, it's a Talon Horton Tucker trivia question. Trudell, I'm, I'm very excited to see if you can get this. So Talon Horton Tucker is the first teenager to hit a three-pointer in the conference semifinals since who, Mike oh, Trudell? Oh, God. First teenager to hit a three conference finals. Oh. Conference semis. Oh, I was gonna, I was, oh yeah. conference semis. Okay, I was going to try to play the Keyshawn role and get mad at you right away, George, but I can't do that yet. Um, I, don't, I, I don't have a guess off the top of my head. LZ, you got one? Um, let me think. First teenager... In a conference final? Snap. Conference semi. Conference semifinal. Yeah. Um, so it be right, you know, not first round. First round doesn't count. Conference semi. Can you give us a hint? Was it a long time ago or was it a, a recently? Uh it, it I mean, it definitely wasn't recent. Like it was in I would say it's in the last twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. I am going to I go mean, with LeBron. Uh, I, I mean, I guess if if, you're, if we can go back twenty years, I might say LeBron. Uh, LZ. Um, okay, so I know that answer is wrong. Um, I'm gonna say, God, who would that have been? I'm gonna go with Sebastian Telfair. Greg. Uh, yeah, I think it's if it's the last twenty years. I think someone maybe from like the Pacers back then. Like a, um, what's it? Who's that? What I'm thinking of? Jonathan Bender. I have no idea. Laura. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> just, just okay. It's fine. You don't have to phone a friend. Jermaine um, O'Neal. Okay, Smith. so Greg was the closest. Um, it was Tony Parker. Uh, but but next on that list was Jonathan Bender. Oh, and, wow. then, and then after that was Kobe Bryant. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. So Taylor Horn Tucker, the first teenager, 19 or younger, in the playoffs in the conference semifinals, hitting a three uh, since Tony Parker. And then before Tony Parker was Jonathan Bender. And before Jonathan Bender was Kobe Bryant. So there you have it. Wow. And let's see, two of the three of those were Hall of Famers. So. Right. That's not, not bad odds, mister. There you go. Uh <laughs> Uh, Trudell, let me ask you this. What is the biggest difference right now in Kyle Kuzma specifically? Well, I mean, the, the, the fact is that he's playing at least a little bit more in the regular season, but I think we've seen a drop-off in the offense uh, some because uh, you're, you're getting back to uh, them playing small ball and AD and LeBron, and, and Rondo has come in and really taken on a lot of the offense. Uh, so I, but I think what he's done is he's just embraced that he's got to do everything else. The little things, the cutting to the hoop, the playing defense. So his defense is the biggest difference for him from what we saw in the previous years. But he's still not getting the type of opportunity offensively. And, and I, I think we should make sure to not judge him accordingly, right? He's, he's basically just doing his best to play a role. And he, I think he's doing it really well right now. Um, when you look at the rotation that the Lakers are working with right now, and they seem to be very successful, at least against this team, with uh, Markeith Morris starting at the five. 
Is this something that you think can be carried over into the next series, you know, if they face Denver or the Clippers? Yeah, I think so. It's a, it's it's a, it's something that's really interesting to think about because, of course, if most at this point would assume that the Clippers, who have a decent lead right now, are going to be on the other side of that, and they've had more success in this round playing more Zubat. So they've been playing bigger um, even than they played in the regular season when they played more Montrez Harrell. Um, we know that he's been trying to get himself back in shape and is looking a little bit better every game. So that begs that question then. Do the Lakers try to stick with what this, this new rhythm that they've found with Marquise Morris, a unit that they didn't use at all in the regular season because Morris didn't join the team, of course, until March? Uh, do they try to stick with that, play more AD at the five, and just say, hey, this is our best defensive team. This is the way that we can rotate. We still have rim protection because LeBron uh, ups his game in terms of rim protection like we saw especially in game three. And then you still have Anthony Davis there. So do they do that? Um, I, I tend to think that you'll still, still see some Dwight and some JaVale um, in limited minutes against, uh, against Zubats, but I think that they've, they've definitely unlocked this as the lineup right now uh, that works best, guys, to me at least. Mike Trudell hanging out with us here. Um, the Rondo thing, playoff Rondo is a real thing, and I have been slow to come to it. LZ and I can't explain it, but it is real. The biggest jump in player efficiency rating from the regular season to the postseason is Rajon Rondo. Bef Actually, you know what? Here's another great trivia question. He has, the, he has the biggest jump from regular season to postseason. Who is number two, if you had to guess, all time in the NBA in that case? I'll say he's a Hall of Famer. From yeah. regular season to the Biggest jump in, in PER from regular season to postseason. Hall of Famer, and I'll narrow it down for you even further. He's a center. Uh, Elijah Wan? Elijah Wan. It is Elijah Wan. It is Elijah Wan. Um, but, Trudell, what is it about Rondo in that locker room, and and what is it that Frank Vogel saw in him in regards to just really just thrusting him back into the lineup? Like, what did Frank and the guys in the locker room say about uh, his availability and just his impact in general? Frank Vogel gets all of the credit here because he has been extremely consistent since he came here about how much he likes Rondo. And even after Rondo struggled through much of the regular season and his plus minus was, was regularly on the low end, um, he, he, he would have a good game, you know, maybe one out of every four, one out of, one out of every five, and then the other ones, he, it just wouldn't quite be the same. And Frank Vogel just kind of kept saying, no, nope, it's fine. Uh, once the games that matter come around, you guys will see, you guys will see. And uh, there were many skeptics out there just based on the eye test, what we've seen, and, and that I think included me certainly. Um, and boy, um, has Frank Vogel been proven to be right here. And it's funny, I asked Rondo last year after the series, so when he came to the Lakers after they had just gone to uh, that, had that tough series with Portland, or it was tough for Portland, I should say, right? New Orleans kind of mopped them up before they lost to the Warriors. And I asked Rondo if he bought into playoff Rondo, and he said no. He thought it was more just an instance of his minutes going up. So I looked at the numbers, and the per 36 numbers are actually pretty similar from regular season Rondo to postseason Rondo, with the exception that his points go up by about three. So everything else was – so I, I still think it's like a tiny bit overrated, but there's no question if you just watched him play for the Lakers these last two years that he, like he hasn't strung together three straight games like this at all. And I, I guess the, the first thing you point to as to why Frank Vogel was convinced of this is because Rondo's been so good in the locker room, in the coaches' meetings, um, on the court. He is sort of the guy that in a, in a lot of ways outside of LeBron and, Ron, and uh, AD, he's kind of the captain there. 
Um, he's the guy. He's the guy that, as Vogel is obsessed with saying, brings the swag to all of those situations. So I guess that all coalesces. But George, I'm still surprised because we just hadn't seen it. We hadn't seen it for even one stretch, like one week um, in, in the last two years. We hadn't seen it, and now here he is. Boom! Can't argue with it. You know, when I believed in playoff Rondo, it was really during that series. You guys may remember this when he was still with the Celtics. And it was against the Chicago Bulls. And I believe KG as well as Paul Pierce were out. And he and Ben Gordon put on a seven-game series that was for the ages. And I sat there and I was like, this isn't a physical thing with him. This is a moment thing for him. The team needs him to score more. The team needs him to be more. And he was able to deliver. Now, I recognize that that series was like 10 or 11 years ago. We're talking Ben Gordon in Chicago, which was a long time ago. I get that. But every single postseason, it's been the same scenario, which is it's not a physical thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, a mental thing. He just flips the switch. And it's not a, you know, something that you can look at with the stats because stats can't tell you how many times he was in the right place that broke up a play, and it may not end up in a deflection or a steal, but he was just in the way. Stats can't tell you what it what it means to just have his have him double team guys in a way that creates turnovers. Stats can't tell you a lot of things that happens with Rondo when the postseason happens. But the eyeball test doesn't lie when it comes to him. That dude takes it up a notch in a big way on the floor during this time of year, and he's doing it again. LZ, can I, can I jump off your point to, to go on a mini rant about net rating? Sure. <laughs> Would you mind? Would you mind? Not at all. So, I, so this, is, this is actually Milwaukee Bucks related. Um, and, and I think I'm going to – actually, I know I'm going to have George's back in here. I don't know if I can convince LZ. But, like, my whole thing this season, right, has been the Eastern – and this will relate in some ways to Ronda with what you just said about the numbers – so the Eastern Conference was so bad from seven on down. So the Brooklyn Nets were the seventh seed, you know, seven to ten games below 500 all year, and you had all those teams in the bottom of the East that were basically pushovers. Meanwhile, the West had a couple of bad teams, but for the most part was stronger, as we saw, in the bubble, right? Even Phoenix got it together. San Antonio, uh, New Orleans, right? These teams that wouldn't have made the playoffs or that clearly would have in the East. So I, I was looking at some of the data. Here's, just take some of these Bucks scores this year. They beat Cleveland by 17 twice. Orlando by 32, Charlotte by 41, New York by 19, Atlanta by 26, the Knicks again by 26, Washington by 20, Detroit by 20, and there were like four or five other games. So when everybody was doing their all-NBA defensive teams, defensive player of the year, and MVP ballots, it was like, oh, well, look, this, the Bucks have this incredibly historic net rating of, of plus 10. And wow, all of their players have these incredible defensive, individual defensive ratings. And that's the difference between Giannis and LeBron. Right? It can't be the eye test or that they're close enough statistically. So who's the better player? Who can actually close out and win games? And I, by the way, love Giannis. Uh, same thing with Defensive Player of the Year. Well, I mean, look, AD has got the, he's got the metrics. Well, the reason why Milwaukee had those amazing metrics is because they're deep. They have the bud system. And they blew out all these bad teams because of those reasons in the regular season. But guess what it doesn't translate to? Playoff time. Winning time. And I just feel like that has to be factored in. Um, so end rant. But that, like, that's the thing with same thing with Rondo. Like, you can add it all up if you want. Uh, but like, if you just watch the actual games and think about the context of why they're actually playing, which is to win championships, 
then like that that's I just want to say that about the Bucks. Sorry. Okay. Let's, no, no, no. Let's, Don't let's, apologize because I'm with you all the way, man. I really am. Anyone who listened to the morning show knows I was talking about Caruso like two years ago. I was looking, I was like going, that dude right there, that kid that's balding, you know, prematurely, he can go. And as soon as he gets some confidence and some weight, he's going to be a factor. And I said that consistently. Anyone who listens to the morning show knows that. So I'm not surprised at all by what I see on the floor right now because you can see it coming. Certain guys, you can tell this game, like all games, starts with the brain. And then it moves to the heart. And then you look at the body. The funny thing about Caruso, too, is that he actually is a net rating god. And like that's the argument that so I've been I've been using that argument uh, about him like last year right he and LeBron had some of the best two man lineups in the whole NBA and that came and whereas Rondo and LeBron didn't so and then of course Caruso now I think he's fourth in that rating in the playoffs so it can you, here's the point though you have to use both so you like the eye test and and the numbers like you back it up together but the eye the, the numbers with Milwaukee George this year you you also have to bring the eye test element into it and watch those blowout games they had. They weren't blowing out the best teams in the league, right? Which is why Miami just took care of them. So, like that, it, it's both. I guess is the answer, and that's that's the thing that's just been bugging me all season, especially when Giannis is going to be named MVP in addition to DPOI. Um, I would have been fine if he got, I guess, one or the other, but I, I had LeBron for MVP on my ballot if I had a ballot. Mike Trudell, everyone's favorite sideline reporter, joining us here on Sedano and LZ. Uh, real quick, on your way out, we were doing the 101 top pizzerias in America. The list has been released. There's one Southern California spot called Pizzeria Mozza, who has a uh, location in Melrose and the other one in Newport Beach. What is the Trudell Southern California pizza spot? Yeah, so we're, we're a Fresh Brothers uh, family for the most part. That's, uh, that's, that's okay. usually the order. Uh, we try to go about once a week. Uh, there are a lot of good spots down here, but that's the one we go to the most, my friend. There you go. All right, Trudell, thanks for hanging out, man. Appreciate it. Be good. All right, guys. That was good talking to you. See you. See you. Uh, all right, coming up next, LZ, you and I will take a look at the weekend slate here of the teams that are most important to the folks here in Southern California, Rams, Cowboys, Chargers, Bengals, and Greg Bergman's Raiders versus the Panthers. We'll dive into the NFL next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedan on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Thanks to Mike Trudell for joining us on the Morongo Celebrity Hotline. Morongo, play it safe. Good times. So, LZ, we got football. I don't know if you realize that. Football is back. We saw it yesterday, although not, uh, not a great showing by the... By the, well, yeah, not a great showing by the Houston Texans. The Chiefs uh, certainly uh, look Come like on, they man. are ready to throttle people again. But... We've got other games. We talked about the Rams-Cowboys, and we both like the Rams in this one. I just think matchup-wise, right, I think it, it's interesting. Chargers and Bengals. Now, look, I know that people have a lot of questions about the Chargers because of Terod Taylor, right? Um, and, but, look, they're facing a, a rookie quarterback. Terod Taylor has won games in this league before, 
And they have a hellacious defense, the Chargers. Like, even without Derwin James, I still think they're a really good defense. This one, the Chargers are a three-point favorite on the road, which I don't usually like, you know. I don't like favoring the the, the the road team in these scenarios. But without a crowd, like, I just think all this stuff gets weird now. But I think the Chargers are going to be the more sound team, more so than the Bengals, at least, in week one. I believe, and maybe I'm stupid, which, you know, wouldn't be the first time people accuse me of being stupid. I think the Chargers have a really good shot, not just against the Bengals, but when I look at the game against the Chiefs at home, I think they have a chance against the Panthers, against the Bucks, and against the Saints. And the reason why is the reason what you're talking about, George. They have a really good defense. That team would not have missed the playoffs if they had a QB that can actually move two steps because the defense was there. And I don't think the defense has gotten worse. In fact, I think it's gotten better. They've had a chance to coalesce a year more. And offensively, they have talent, and they have a QB who may not wow you in a lot of ways that you want your QB, your franchise QB, if you will, to wow you in terms of numerics. But he's a gamer, and he's won in this league, and he's battle-tested. And I think the confidence that this franchise has shown him from the very beginning – even after drafting, you know, in the top 10 for, for a rookie QB, Anthony Land was very, very determined to say, this is our guy. And that goes a long way. So I think Tyrod Taylor is going to reward him for that. And I think the defense is going to show up and show out. So I anticipate them beating the Bengals, but more importantly, giving these Chiefs everything they can handle in week two. Um, yeah, look, I, I think the Chargers are for real. Bergman, we know you hate the Chargers, so I don't know if we can get objective analysis from you. But at least against the Bengals, you have to think they're going to win. No, I actually do think that they're going to beat the Bengals just because of all the things that LZ was talking about. You have a rookie quarterback in Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And any time that I see a road team going across country and still being favored, that usually means that, that – the, the home team in that situation is just terrible. So, yeah, I think that what you're going to find from this uh, Chargers team is going to be way better than anything that the Bengals can put on the field. Uh, Laura, you're not – you don't have, like, a football team. We've discussed this before, you and I. Um, is there a chance that you can adopt a football team or you're just, like – you just like enjoying the league? Period? I just – yeah, I just love the league. So I'd rather just – but, I mean, if I have to adopt No, you don't have team, to. No one's making you do anything. You can do whatever the hell you want. No, you can't. You need to pick a team. You need to do it right now. <laughs> Wait, what? Raiders. Why is she going to do that? Raiders. Hell no, because I'm not picking Raiders. the Raiders. Because it's Raiders. the beginning of the season. This is a brand new show. And damn it, you need to just draw your lines now. Okay. I don't want to hear who you love in week damn. 12. I mean, you can. How about this? You can. How about the fans pitch you on their team? Yeah, that's fine. I can do that. Just yeah, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Pitch Laura on why she's a football free agent. There you go. <laughs> that's very simple. She's a football free agent. And by the whoever way, whoever convinces we, her, whoever convinces I, her gets a T-shirt. Yeah, there you go. Whoever <laughs> convinces her gets a T-shirt. And also hit us up with your favorite pizza places. There's only one pizza place in the top 101 in America on the on the list that just came out today. So uh, hit us up with your favorite pizza places because I, I'm with Greg. I just don't think of L.A. as like the pizza capital of the world. You know what I mean? Like it's just not. No, it's not. I just I. You know why I, I said like 17 names were on the list? 
Yeah. Because what typically happens when these all-time lists across the country yeah. is that the major cities get way too many mentions. Yeah, for sure. I hear you. So I just assumed that it was L.A. Oh, right, yeah, number two market. Right, exactly. we'd get a, yeah, we'd get a lot. Hey, so Raiders and Panthers. Now, Raiders and Panthers, LZ, have the same situation. They are going across the country. They are favored by three points against a Carolina Panthers team that doesn't have Cam Newton anymore. Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback. I Look, I think it's going to be a good game. And the Panthers' defense is maybe not as stout as it was previously, you know, without Luke Keekley obviously retiring, all that kind of stuff. But I still feel like their defense is good enough, and they got a great running back. Teddy Bridgewater doesn't make mistakes. Like, I actually think, well, I think the Chargers will pull away fairly easily against the Bengals. I think the Raiders are in a real game. Uh, I think the outcome of this and every game that Las Vegas faces is really about the execution of their offense. I think defensively, they can hang around, but they really need Carr to show up in a big way. And I don't know if he will. Not because he can't. It's just that Gruden's really messed with them. He's yeah. the anti-Anthony Lynn. The way that I said it, Anthony Lynn showed a lot of confidence in Tyrod Taylor. Well, fucking Gruden has shown no confidence in Carr. And it's really hard for me to see a QB, if he has a slow start, pushing his way through that when the coach doesn't even believe him. Yeah, I, um, I I mean, he's making he, – that's what John's done, though. Like, you know, Keyshawn could attest to that. Like, he's known uh, – <laughs> he knows what that thing's like. Um, Bergman, you're confident? You still, you're, you're, you're always confident in the Raiders. You're just, like, irrationally confident in them. <laughs> well, I'm usually irrationally confident, but I think what you're going to see this, this week, though, I'm actually very confident in the Raiders just because what – Again, what LZ is talking about, Derek Carr is going to be the guy. There's no Marcus Mariota. He is on the IL for right now, which for no reason. We don't know why he's there. But um, Derek Carr is going to be there. He's he's very efficient. He's not. He doesn't have to go deep. He's going to complete a lot of passes. He's got more speed now with Henry Ruggs. He's got a great running back. The offensive line is very good. I, I honestly think that this is going to be a, a situation where – it's going to be whoever can come out with the, that last that la- the ball with with the ball last, and I think the Raiders are going to take it. Uh, okay, fair enough. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code Eight Save. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So um, we're going to take the calls. People want to pitch Laura. People want to pitch them on their NFL teams. Although she has already seemingly shunned the Raiders and the Chargers, uh, interestingly enough. So that uh, that only leaves one team here in Southern California, even though the Raiders aren't here in Southern California. You know, Vegas, Oakland, the Raiders, their history. I kind of count them as a Southern California team. But let's go to Michael and Temecula. What's up, Michael? Hey, how you guys doing? Excellent. Hey, I want to pitch the Chargers, too. I mean, we got Black Lives Matter movement. We got a black quarterback. We got a black head coach. Support the home team. Join the Charger train. That's Laura. all you got, bro? We got- yeah, I don't know if that's good. Yeah, that's I, don't know. Not- I mean, that's a, that's look, those are all noble causes. I just don't know if it's going to get you to commit to fandom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that, dog. Especially, <laughs> that, especially that black coach thing. I mean, Marvin Lewis, come on, man. 
<laughs> Come on, now. hey man. I. Oh, this is blind date music. I like this. I like this. Let's do this. All right. So, Michael, thank you for your pitch. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Again, noble a noble pitch, LZ, but you weren't feeling his noble pitch for no, Laura. No, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. We need to make this uh, about mm-hmm. the gridiron. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Lamar in Oxnard. Lamar, how are you, sir? Uh, hello, gentlemen. Uh, well, this is going to be kind of tough. Uh, first, let me do my pizza because uh, Laura seems like she's a, a tough cookie. Or tough woman. Sorry for that, not to be offensive or anything like that. <laughs> Uh, my pizza is going to be uh, Paxi's. I probably pronounced it wrong. Right there on Figueroa. Um, okay. I love that margarita pizza. It's delicious. Um, but far as football team, uh, you know what? She can probably probably go with uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, only because right now she can. If you don't have a team, you can pick a bandwagon team. They already won. Um, they got a Super Bowl behind their back. Uh, they're defending champions. They've got a semi-easy schedule. Uh, they got to play the Broncos twice. Uh, Broncos are hurting right now without. Right, Von she Miller. doesn't. She doesn't seemingly like the Raiders or the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They play both of them. But right? I'm not That's a bandwagon a- either, and he seems uh, like he jumped bandwagon. Mean, so you know, mm, I don't know Thank about you, that. <laughs> All right, Lamar. Yeah, I, that the bandwagon part I felt like was gonna. So like, let, let's do this. It's, this is like a date. Uh, and by the way, the Denver Nuggets have caught caught up. They are. a they're down two against the Clippers here in the fourth quarter, 940 to go. Go, Nuggets, uh, go. Michael Porter Jr. just got a dunk. Spread the ball. Spread no, the ball. No, he got an alley-oop. He alley-ooped to Mason Plumlee. I think, oh, you're behind. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it was an alley-oop. But Mason yeah, Plumlee yes. just scored. Yes. Uh, or is it Miles? Which Plumlee do they have? Anyway, one of those anyway. Plumleys. So, Laura, let's ask some questions. LZ and I can ask some questions before we get to the callers uh, here before we go to break in a few minutes. Um, so you don't want a bandwagon. That's right. That's correct. Correct. Okay. You don't want the Raiders or the Chargers. You hell knowed them. I um, hell know the Raiders because of Greg. So yes, no Raiders. Okay. And Jesus, the, just so, the, uh, the char- <laughs> so the Chargers hell no, or what is the problem with the Chargers? Personal reasons of the Chargers. So I will oh, okay. opt out oh, for that. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a man right. right there. That's yeah, like yeah. some paywall <laughs> stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So. Do you want a team that has had recent success or would you care for a team that maybe is like hasn't had recent success but maybe is on the come up? Like the Lions. Yeah, that's a good like an underdog. I'm down with that. Okay. What about an undercat like Detroit Lions? (laughs) Yeah. No, definitely don't be the Detroit Lions. That's just misery. My mother-in-law is is from Detroit like ULZ and she's just like – like every year, this poor woman. You know what I mean? Like, it just, just it's just tough. Well, see, you know? that's the thing. What you want when you're dating is to know what your partner is going to do. You want some consistency. You don't want to yeah. be thrown for a loop. So every <laughs> season, you go in and you know what your trait's going to give you. Yeah. Though they might be good this year. They could tease you. I feel like they could be good this year. All right, let's go to Henry in LA. Henry, go pitch Laura. And if you got a pizza place, hit us up with that too. Hello. Henry. Yes, yes, I'm here. Laura, go ahead. You gotta go. LZ, I got love for you all day. But Thanks, it's bro. Green Bay all day, baby. It's Green Bay. Green Bay? Green Bay. Yeah. LA, LA got a big Green Bay base right out here. That is true. Ooh. Where Where is the Green Bay, like, sports bar? Like, where is that located? Like, where's the spot? I, I know one in Santa Monica, and I think I know another one out here. I'm from down. I'm not from Downey, but I live in Downey. But gotcha. I know a couple, another one out here in Cerritos. But man, okay. Green Bay, bro, I'm telling you, man. Green Bay. Laura, okay. if you want, you know, Laura, if you want greatness, lean to the history, my 
I mean, he spoke listen, to me in Spanish. He already he kind of went a little first bit of all, there. First of all, he gave you, Henry gave you, a, a, Henry gave you a Laura and a Mama. Okay. So, I mean, he's trying to sell you here. He is. I give him that. I was like, oh, he went that way. I'm not mad yeah. at him. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, lean, lean towards the greatness, girl. History. Who made me a, a Packer fan was Brett Favre. I saw Brett Favre as a little kid, and that changed, it just blew my mind. Okay. That was it. All right, Henry. Henry, we're going to put you on hold because you had such a great pitch. We're going to give you a Sedano and LZ t-shirt. Um, Laura, what do you think? Packers, at least, will you put them on the list at least? They're on the list. They're on okay. the list because they Henry. Henry sold you yes. right. on the okay. list at least. They're on the All list. All right. Yeah. They make they made the list. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we will come back on the other side, and uh, we will take more calls to pitch Laura for her football team at eight seven 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 ten ESPN. We have an update on this game uh, between the Clippers and Nuggets. Nuggets coming back right now. Also, some Lou Will news that we'll get to, and uh, we'll get back into the Lakers because I've got I've got to give some love to Frank Vogel on the other side. We'll tell you why in just a few moments. Stick around for that. What You Need to Know brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. LZ, the Nuggets are within two points, 88 to 86 at the moment against the Clippers, and they are surging seven minutes and 10 seconds to go. Uh, what do you make of the Denver comeback? Well, I mean, the Clippers have shown a propensity to give up big leads. They've done oh! before. Nikola Jokic three, the Nuggets up one, seven minutes to go. See? See? This is what Michael Porter Jr. was talking about. You got to share the ball, baby. And Nikola Jokic with a block on Montrez Harrell. I hate right. the fact that you're no like five play minutes play. ahead of me. Yes. No you more. already know who won the game. The game's already over, isn't yeah, it? And I'm like can, five minutes behind. I can tell you what's happened already, yes. I can tell you the future. Anyway, um... It would be great to see the Nuggets win this game, I think, just because I I feel like Michael Porter Jr., to be honest with you, is the missing piece for them if he can become a reliable 20-point-per-game scorer because they need that. Like I think that if that's your big three, I feel confident about your future. So do I, especially if, if Michael Porter Jr. eventually becomes the number one in that squad. Right, you need at a, least the scoring option. I don't think he's a option. very good exactly. defender, but yeah. Right, but you, yeah. you need that kind of explosiveness that, that he brings. And as great as Jokic is and as really good as Jamal Murray is, they just don't have the explosiveness, especially around the rim, as Michael Porter Jr. has. Well, Nikola Jokic just hit another shot, and they're up 91-88, to 88, and the Joker has 19 points, 12 boards, and a couple of assists as well. It is a, an interesting run here for the Denver Nuggets. So we'll keep you posted on what's going on there. Uh, next, speaking of the Clippers, Lou Will, LZ, trademarked the name Lemon Pepper Lou. What do you make of that? Smart. Absolutely smart. Because what you don't want to have happen is next season you roll up to the Staples Center and there's a vendor out there with Lemon Pepper Lou Will t-shirts. Yeah. So this helps you prevent that from happening. Very smart. Oh, man. Jamal Murray 3. He is at five threes in the second half. He has 26 points, and the Nuggets take a six-point lead. Timeout, Clippers. That's pretty It's pretty resilient, right? It's pretty resilient, but Denver's a good team. And unlike, you know, the Houston Rockets, they have a coach who's willing to try different things. Paul Millsap has been a real huge lift from them in this game as well. Yeah, Paul Millsap has played, especially defensively, but offensively he's had one of the few good games he's had, 17 points, six rebounds, and an assist. 
The Nuggets are outscoring the, the Clippers 21-8 to here in the fourth quarter. 5.48 to go. Timeout, Doc Rivers and the Clippers. We will keep you updated here throughout the hour on the conclusion of this one. Uh, game 7 coming up tonight. Boston, Toronto. Who you got, LZ? I got Boston. I got Boston because I really believe this is going to be Jason Tatum's coming out party. I mean, he's already out, but this is going to be out, out, out. Right. Extra out. You? Uh, yeah, I got Boston, too. I think that, look, I, I hope and I believe it's going to be a close game. And I think just because Toronto, man, say what you want, you got to give those guys a lot of credit, man. They have been, would you say, because I think this is the case, would you say they have been a a a good defending champion, right? Like a, a deserving defending champion. They have defended this title far better than anyone really anticipated outside of their locker room, I presume. Well, I think too many people were caught up in the fact that they thought that it was Kawhi and a bunch of dudes. Right. And they didn't give respect to the fact that this was a team that basically had won 60 games and had a coach of the year before Kawhi showed up. <laughs> so it's, it's not as if they were a bunch of dudes. And they're showing you that tonight. Yeah, and Ibaka and Gasol, those veteran presence uh, is big. And Siakam has had growth, even though he may not be the number one yet. And we forget that, right? Like Pascal Siakam, unlike Jason Tatum, right, or a lot of these guys who are one, two, or three on their team, at some point or another, those guys were all one somewhere, right? High school, right. AAU, college, whatever. Pascal Siakam was never number one anywhere. Hell, he, he he's only played the sport for like less than a decade. So um, this is fairly new to him, and, and I think that there's still a level he can grow to. It's just not happening for him just yet. All right, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. We'll keep you posted on the Nuggets and Clippers here in a second. 877-710-ESPN if you want to hop aboard. 877-710-3776. Laura is an NFL free agent, fan free agent. If you want to sell her on your team, uh, feel free to pitch her. The best pitches will get a Sedano and LZ t-shirt. Uh, before we get right back to the calls, Frank Vogel. Game ball to Frank Vogel. Big basket balls for Frank Vogel for playing Taylor Horton Tucker yesterday uh, because I do think when we get the eventual matchup between the Lakers and Clippers, LZ, even though it may get pushed back because of this Denver run, uh, potentially. It's I think that Taylor Horton Tucker, even though he's 6'4", he has the wingspan of someone who's like 7 feet tall. He's got these crazy long arms. You may need him in a series for a few minutes against a team like the Clippers. Yes, absolutely, because he's a good wing defender, at least in terms of his size. Right. You mentioned the wingspan. But he's not light either like a lot of rookies, especially he's teenagers. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. And he's confident, obviously, because when they swung the rock to his way, he wasn't looking to swing it back. And right. I like that. I like a guy who's ready for the moment. Kuz was like that, which is part of the reason why I was on the Kuz train right away. Um, you know, Caruso is, fluctuates. Sometimes he's like that. Sometimes he's not. Last night he was like that. But this kid here, he let you know right away, oh, James Harden? Oh, this is cake. Because he had no respect, no respect at all for the defense of James Harden. Went right at him. Yeah, he did. He also should have passed it to AD at least once or twice, though. <laughs> like, he was, ta like, you know, you got to calm down, little rook. That, you know, that, that's what film was for, you know, when you yeah. sit there in the room and you sit yeah. there and talk about things you miss and stuff like that. But what you don't, it's a lot easier to take a racing horse and calm it down than to take a pony and make it a racing horse. That's fair. That's a fair analogy, I would say. Uh, all right, so let's I just go to made the, that up. 
it's a good one, though. Uh, let's go to the phones. People want to sell Laura on her NFL fandom free agency, and they're pitching her. Tim is in Temple City. Tim, go ahead. All right. If you want as opposite a bandwagon team as you can possibly get, you go with my Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, they do have uh, Joe Burrow. Types are awesome. Yeah. Um, you get in on the ground floor, just like uh, with new stuff. Ground? He's got a underground new floor. Quarterback, revamped defense, uh, coach in Zach Taylor from the Sean McVay coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no one more exciting than us. Mark my words, we're going to beat the Chargers on Sunday. Okay. Wow. Tim is excited and confident. Tim in Temple City. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Laura, are you putting the Bengals on your list with Joe Burrow, the number one pick in the draft? Oh, man. Tim Tim was really nice on the phone, so I'm going to put him on the list. Okay, so give yeah. him a T-shirt. Give yeah. him, put the man on hold. And, he hung wait, up on me. Oh, you're yeah. putting Tim on the list. Oh, you're going to no, put Tim, Tim on the list, but not the Bengals. Don't hang no. up until we hang up on you because we uh, we could have given you a T-shirt. Uh, well, he, right. No, he was selling her some BS. He didn't want to stick around for the after fall. That's all. <laughs> Let's Ground go floor. to Rudy in Riverside. What's up, Rudy? What's going on? Who are you selling? Hey, guys, I'm selling my Los Angeles Rams, baby. Okay. Yeah, uh, baby, other, talk to me now. The, 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 uh, now, the other caller uh, kind of got me going with the history. Now, let's look at history, uh, Laura. So, you know, you got the L.A. Rams, the only NFL team to win championships in three different cities. Mm. Come on, come on. Rams. You got St. Louis Super Bowl Rams, and you got the 45 Cleveland Rams. And then also, if you want to talk about NFL history, the Rams are the first team to have an emblem on their helmet. The, the the Rams were the NFL version of the Dodgers breaking the the color barrier. They were having yeah. uh, Woody Strode and uh, and and Washington from UCLA uh, when they came to LA. Uh, the Rams are the first uh, uh, team in Los Angeles to win a championship. Period. And then you have uh, then back to the Packers. The Rams gave the Packers the worst beating they ever had in their history in the playoffs. They beat them forty-five to seventeen, and that guy Brett Favre threw six picks. So uh, come and join the – you talk about Spanish, come and join the Ramilia. Oh, he changed it up because it usually is the Ramilia. But he called it the Ramilia. The Ramilia. Laura, Laura, does does Rudy get the Rams on the list? Okay, Rudy. They are on the list because we are the Ram station and I got to support – so they were already on my list because of that. Okay, okay, good. okay Rudy, we're gonna hook you up with we're gonna hook you up with a shirt because you put the Ramilia on the list. You got right. it on the list. Hell yeah! All right. So there that you go. Was I smooth, like that. Dog. That we was smooth. Should, we should call it that. Forget about calling I, it the Ramilia. We should call it yeah. the Ramilia. Ramilia. I like yeah. that. That's good. I might get that tattooed. Okay. No, yeah. Can you roll your R's when you say it, LZ? I don't know. Oh. Oh, I just threw in an R in a phrase that had no R in it. <laughs> right, yes, yes. Ramilia. Yeah, there you go, there you go, yeah. there you go. All right, so Rudy gets a shirt. Let's go to Jason and Downey. Jason, who are you pitching? Well, before I pitch Laura, I got to give a pizza shout-out. Okay. Uh, it's this, this guy on Instagram called Doe Daddy LA. Okay. And it kind of comes full circle with Sedona because I remember on the midday show, it, was, it basically became a pandemic business pop-up. And I remember you were shouting a lot of those out. Yeah. It is, uh, and this is for LZ. This is authentic Detroit-style pizza. Oh. oh. I've had pizza in Chicago. I've had pizza in New York. And I've never been to Detroit. And this was the best damn pizza I have ever had. It's kind of a mission to get. But this guy is just selling out spots. So follow him on Instagram. And, you know, give a, give a dude that kind of got hit by the pandemic, give him a chance. What's really his name good. again? Doe Daddy LA on Instagram. Okay, Doe Daddy right. LA on Instagram. All the instructions and 
It, it was phenomenal. Okay. Laurita, Laurita, I know you already said no, but Laurita, <laughs> everything looks great in silver and black. Ooh. You know where you went wrong? Call you Laurita. Yep, there you go. Bye, bro. <laughs> she doesn't like Laurita. No. Uh, and you I know what? That. I can attest to that. I don't like being Jorjito. I don't like it. You know what? You know, when I was little, I got some of that because my dad was Jorge. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I just my, my, my dad was like, no, just call him George. And I can still be Jorge. And uh, and that's how that came about. But I'm with you. I don't like I don't like Laurita for you either. Yeah, I don't understand why Latinos think it's okay to put the Ita. Or the or Ito. Ito right? Yeah, I was like, it uh, is a thing. Yeah. he messed up right yeah. there. Yeah. El Zito. I'm writing that down. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, see? It doesn't feel good, right? It, it does not. Right. There you go. I got Greguito. my name. My name is streamlined enough. I don't need to add any O's or yeah. E's or A's. Yeah. Stop doing that, okay? Stop doing it to your, to your people, to our people, to all our people. All people. Yes, exactly. Camarón is in L.A. I love that name. Camarón. What's up, Holmes? Hello? Oh, he hung up. He has such a great name. LZ, wow. do you know what camarón means? No, what does it mean? Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on, camarón. LZ, do you know what camarón means? I do not. It means shrimp. Uh-oh. It does? I, uh-oh. I yeah. don't know. Yes. You're going to have to come, gotta come stronger than that, man. You're starting off small. Camarón, what's up? I might start off small, but they call me King Shrimp. So anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh. I like oh. that in you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Laura, I'm going to come at you real. I'm going to tell you the one team that no one talked about. Oh. Okay. Arizona Cardinals. Oh, you know Let what? Explain. That's not a bad one. Not That's bad. not a Let me bad explain one. Why. Let me explain why. Mm-hmm. We got one of the best and future Hall of Fame receivers in Larry Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. We have one of the best receivers mm-hmm. in the league today in DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Just got paid. We have a up-and-coming Quarterback in K1, aka Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We got one of the NFL lead sack artists in Chandler Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, big and, John Bone Jones' brother. Yeah. Exactly. And on top of that, our coach is not only a handsome man, this man has swag. Man, he's now, so he does got swag. He's, he's got swag. He does. Now, let me finish it up with this. Yeah. True, we might not have a big LA fan base. Nope. But when. Or Arizona for that case. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, LC, whoa now. Now, yo, dog, I've been to the together. stadium. There's not a big fan base. I've been there last year. Give us time. Give us time. Now, like the old saying goes, birds of the feather flock together. Yeah. yeah. When you see us at a game, preferably a Rams game, we're always there. We and we support each other. And on top of that, you my lose. neighbor, we do. Now, my neighbor, <laughs> yeah. played on the St. Louis Cardinals. Back in the 1960s. Okay. Okay. I take I helped take care of this man. This man has helped cultivate me into the man that I am today. Oh, that's awesome. Because this is a human interest story now. I love this. That's Go good. ahead. That's a that's a past cardinal being you know raising a present cardinal. And on top of that, I'm raising my nephew to be a future Cardinals fan. The, the, there you go. Okay, so I like, your, I like your pitch. Hold on, hold on, Laura. Can we put Camarón and the Cardinals on the list? Their coach is handsome. I mean, man, after that, I, I would be just a horrible person and say no. Yeah, got to put him on the list. So Camarón is going to get a T-shirt. But, LZ, you had a question for him before we let him go. Yeah, does it bother you that you have a Camarón as a quarterback? Because he's very Oh, small. he is a shrimp, but he's really good. Hey, hey. Good he's things really come good. in small packages. <laughs> <laughs> Change it up right. on that one. 
But, right? you know, it's, yeah. it's all yeah. good now. I've been lying to you before like that before. <laughs> Come on, we're going to put you on hold, bro. Okay. I like it. I do like the Cardinals. That's not a bad one. No, no, no. The Cardinals, real talk, though, they're, they're going to be a fun squad. They're going to be a dangerous squad. Yeah, I agree. By the way, speaking of dangerous squad, Denver, 102. Clippers, 100. 135 to go. Clippers with the ball will keep you posted. Um, who else do we have here? Who's next? Albert and Whittier. Albert. Albert drop. Let me go to Jason in Lancaster. Hey, Laura. I gotta, I'm going to build to the reveal of the team, okay? So we have two fresh young rookies, a running back and a receiver. We have two stud receivers already on the team. We have a lockdown corner that just signed a long-term deal. We have the best defender in the league and a hot new stadium ready to pop on Sunday night. Laura, welcome home to your Los Angeles Rams. I mean, yeah, the Rams baby. are already on the list. They're already on the list. They're already you. on the list. I know, I know. But that's a good sales job. That was a good sales job. The two Rams, the two Rams sales jobs, I feel like have been good. Yeah, I have to give it up for the Ram fans. They, I was like, man, he's gonna be pumped. I'm right. like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's it's a Ram. The Ramilia, baby. The Ramilia. <laughs> the Ramilia. Yeah, J J Jason, we'll put you on hold. We're gonna give you a, a T-shirt. We're gonna give you a T-shirt. Um, all right. So there we go. So what do we have on the list? We have the Rams on the list. We have the. We have who else? We have the Rams, the Bengals, the Cardinals, and the Packers. Okay, so those are your four right now. So yes. we've, we'll have some more time. So coming up in a few minutes, we're going to talk to Mac, Mark Anthony K of the LAFC, and we will talk to him, and then we will get – I want to talk some Dodgers and Lakers before we go, and we'll sneak in a few more calls, people pitching Laura on uh, – uh, Laura on, uh, on their NFL team. She's an NFL fan free agent. So 877-710-ESPN. We'll talk to Mac first. We'll get back to your calls after that. Sedano and LZ back in a couple of minutes here on 710 ESPN.